Hey, Sean here. Today, I want to finally make an episode about why we moved to the Czech Republic, why I decided to join the Deep Clean team, the porn recovery coaching system, answer a lot of the questions people have been asking me. I feel like there's a settling where I now have the space to share about it here. And I was really excited about that. The two questions I wanted to answer in this episode is why Deep Clean? and why the Czech Republic and kind of behind all of those is like, why would you leave secret habit? What changed? Why didn't you move somewhere else? Are you staying in the Czech Republic? All of those questions are being asked. Do you miss Canada? All these things. I'm not going to answer all of those, but I really felt convicted today that it's a good time to share a bit about the story about how we got here. Helena, myself, Violet, and we are pregnant with another little girl, which is so exciting. So I want to answer the why deep clean question first, simply because maybe you care more about that as this is a porn recovery podcast. Maybe you simply care more about that question being answered. So why deep clean? That's a amazing question. So for me, it was multifaceted. The first thing is that the owner of Deep Clean, Sophia Sam, him and I have been friends virtually for five years. I met Sophia when Helen and I were driving across the country in Canada to move from British Columbia to Nova Scotia. There's a crazy story of how that phone call even came to be. But long story short, Sophia was starting to develop a program for porn recovery and he heard about me doing that as well. And there was this common ground. We had a phone call, really hit it off. And from there, we just became really good friends. We'd have like, you know, Zoom calls, phone calls, you know, sometimes once a week, twice a month, once a month. But we really did a good job staying in touch, you know, rooting each other on in this work, being accountable to one another, helping each other in areas that were challenging. And we developed a great friendship, but I'd even say a discipleship relationship, which was so cool. So that was like pivotal for me knowing Sathya. And, you know, I think it was like two years ago, I just really watched his company Deep Clean just start exploding. The quality of the content, the amount of clients he was serving, the, 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 the very passion and vision he had for Deep Clean and what God was doing was really, really exciting to me. And I was in a position where I had left working for a nonprofit as a coach and a fundraiser to start Secret Habit as my own business. And the big thing about me is I love coaching men. I really love content, but I really hate running a business. I don't enjoy all the marketing and visioning and admin and all that stuff. And it just really stressed me out and took away from my ability to be the best coach possible. So there was this time where I told Sathya, hey man, like, I'm very open-minded. If you ever have a coaching position, like, please let me know. I would definitely consider that because I love coaching. I'm just really getting tired of running my own business. I started Secret Out as my own business mainly because I needed to feed my family. There was an idea and a plan for that down the road. Happened a lot sooner than we had thought. God provided immensely. It was absolutely incredible how much I learned, how many men I was able to help. The podcast got started. Uh, even just financially, it was really a, a blessing that I, I probably didn't even expect. But there was this time where Sathya reached out to me. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say six to eight months ago. I can't remember when it was exactly. And he just said, "Hey man, like total shot in the dark. I know Secret Habits really growing, and you're probably not looking anymore. But I'm I'm looking to hire a full time coach." And I just shot back like, "Yes, this is amazing. I don't care if Secret Habits growing. That's not the point." 
And that was an interesting moment for me. And that was the beginning of a discernment process. Is secret habit growing a sign that the Lord wants me to persevere and go through the ups and downs of running a business? Or is secret habit growing a sign that I'm capable, that I accomplished something, that the Lord wanted to affirm me in that? And what he's actually doing is opening up a new door for me to do what I love. The business was a place of revealing that I, I simply just love coaching men. And after discernment and obviously going back and forth with Sathya, I really realized that God was opening up a door to work with Deep Clean um, that was that was really his will. I could sense that completely through my own prayer and fasting, through seeking and asking good quality friends and mentors to pray and fast for me. And I also went to visit Sathya for three days in Toronto and got to know him. It was so sweet. So this was kind of the, the leading up stages to me actually joining the team with Deep Clean. It's a place where I get to do what I absolutely love to do, but even more, it's a place where I get to do what I believe I was made to do. There's something about my ability to coach men, my capacity to coach men. It just fires me up. I, I go home every day excited, not to say it's not hard and I'm not tired, but I really feel like I'm in my element. I work with you know usually you know 30 to 35 clients per week. I get to do group coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching. I get to be part of the development team of developing new content, tweaking content. I get to lead a, a team of part-time coaches and soon to be uh, another full-time coach. I really get to be in my element. I get to be entrepreneurial without having to be the business owner. And I would say that has just been absolutely incredible. It's been hard because I don't get to work with my beautiful, awesome wife anymore, as you guys are probably missing her on this podcast. But um, right now, there's just no space for us to work together in terms of time and capacity. She's a full-time mom being pregnant with another baby on the way. So that has been one of the main challenges challenges we've faced in terms of, you know, taking secret habit down, but we still have secrethabit.ca. We still have this podcast. I still have the community, at least for a, another handful of months as I, you know, figure out what to do with all of that. But needless to say, I am just thriving in this new position. And I hope you're excited about that because secret habit is it's nothing more than it was just a platform for, for God's work to be done. And doesn't matter what platform it's on. Um, since I joined Deep Clean, we've been able to take on a crazy amount of new clients. And I think the quality of everything has gone up, not because of me, but because of God using my giftings in that. And I just really admire how Sophia has led me and guided me and helped me get to this place. So I am just so thrilled to say that Deep Clean is by far one of the probably top three best um, resources I've seen in this industry. And I'm saying top three because there's some different areas that someone like Husband Material might dive into with some deeper inner child work in the you know video course or some of the things Drew Boa does. I have high respect for guys like Drew Boa and what he does with Husband Material. So I am just so thrilled to have my fingers in a lot of these different places. I'm trained as a Husband Material coach, trained in inner child work. I know Jay Stringer's work really well, and I get to work with Deep Clean. I feel like I've been able to be trained and get around some of the best guys in this industry, and now I get to partner with Sathya, who I think is like one of the best teachers in this industry, and now I get to you know come in as, you know, I don't know if I would be one of the best coaches in this industry, but I definitely would say that I'm one of the most passionate guys and coaches in this area, and I think God's using my gifts very well, as we see just great results with clients right now. So all that to be said, I hope that gets you excited. Hope that answers some of your questions. Um, if I missed anything, maybe it'll come back to me later. Um, but if you want to learn more about Deep Clean, there's a couple of resources. The first one, very simply, is you can actually download Sathya's book for free. 
go to sathiasam.com books and you can download The Last Relapse, which is a phenomenal book. I uh, just really groundbreaking stuff. It was really like found, uh, transformative in some of the ways I think when I read it two years ago in how I even thought about recovery in some ways of how I coached men. So amazing resource. That's a condensed version of the Deep Clean Signature seven module program. So if you want to get a taste for what Deep Clean offers, get, a, get the free book. It's absolutely incredible and cool little story. Uh, Sathya actually mentions my name in the um, back of the book as like a uh, shout out to some guys, there's myself and Drew and one other guy. And just as like guys in the industry who are doing great work. And it's just so cool God's put this all together as we've been connected for five years. You know, he gives me a shout out in his book and now we're working together. It's so sweet. So that would be the first place to start if you want to learn more about Deep Clean without, you know, maybe not ready to commit or join the program. But if you are ready to like learn about the program because you're stuck, you're frustrated, you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you could book a call with our sales team, Curtis and Dave. They're just fantastic guys who will learn about your story. They'll understand where you're coming from, where you want to go. How can Deep Clean remove those roadblocks and help you get to where you want to go? That's what really what we're all about. We don't sell people. We have a sales team because we have to field calls. We don't have a sales team to sell people. We really want to make sure people are committed and convicted if they're going to join Deep Clean. So if you want to book a call, you can do that at secrethabit.ca slash call. That's a special link that will funnel you through to book a call with one of them through Secret Habit. So secrethabit.ca slash call. And there's once you actually book a call, you get taken to a web page with some testimonies. And it's really encouraging. So do that. If you are serious about recovery, I've just been blown away at the deep clean system with the content, community, and coaching. I call it the trifecta of porn recovery. So I think it's just wonderful. So that would be part one of this podcast. Part two is why the Czech Republic. My wife and I and Violet, we moved to the Czech Republic. We left Canada officially, leaving the country on May 31st. Actually, it was May 30th, sorry. Um, and we said bye. We said bye to Canada, and we have been living in the Czech Republic for just over three months now. We are living in a rural village about 20 minutes from a, what they would call a city that has about 20,000 people. We're about an hour drive from the you know, closest major city called Zlín, uh, which I don't know how many people are there, but it's a significant place with some significant people that were born there, had did some great things there. There's a great university, etc. So we're very rural which is so beautiful, so relaxing, but also comes with its challenges. But let's answer the question why. So Helen and I visited the Czech Republic back in um, the summer of 2021. Violet was five months old. We stayed for six weeks. This was our fourth visit as vacationers in the Czech Republic, and it was our first time with a child. And something happened on that trip. There had been some things that had happened prior to that trip. Helen and I had fielded the idea of moving to the Czech Republic for financial reasons, much cheaper to buy a home and cost of living. It's safer, beautiful place. That was years ago. It just never felt like it was God's will. This time, it wasn't during the trip. When we came home from the trip, it was the common theme of, hey, I love the Czech Republic. I'm so glad we get to visit there. But I just, yeah, couldn't imagine living there. I still don't feel any inclination to live there. But like a, you know, a couple weeks later, I just felt this sudden nudge on my heart that we need to move to the Czech Republic. Like how Violet was loved by family, how 
how the lifestyle is so different. It's so beautiful. And then on top of everything going on in Canada, it was kind of like, okay, let's get the heck out of here. But that's a whole other topic that I'm not going to get into today. But I started feeling so deeply convicted. And here was one of the biggest kickers. I started realizing that I have a deep love for Czech people. I see their history. I, I'm not a history buff. I don't know if you are or not, but the history of the Czech Republic in a nutshell is lied to by countries, betrayed by countries, just taken advantage of. You know, this country has been got through communism. They've been through so much junk when it comes to trust. And when it comes to the church, they've been betrayed and lied to. They've been manipulated. There's so much hurt when it comes to trust. There's so much hurt when it comes to Jesus and God and the whole idea of trusting in a higher power or something other than yourself. And I really love Czech people because I feel sad. I feel a deep empathy and compassion for them that I can't explain. I've never felt this for people other than those that I work with in the porn addiction field. I don't have that for Canadians. I don't have that for other ethnicities or groups of people. And it's really, really incredible. So I started feeling this deep passion in my heart. And I told Helena, and she was like, not happening. Like, that's just never going to happen. Helena has a very traumatic story from the Czech Republic. Lots of abuse with men, uh, with a friend, a female friend of hers. Her dad was an alcoholic. Her mom was traveling a lot for work. So she has a lot of trauma in this country. The language itself is somewhat traumatic to her. The environment, the area, the very home we're living in right now is where she grew up, and it's been very hard for her. So you can imagine, and I told her, like, we were supposed to move there. It was not just an exciting thing for her. So I'll tell you this much. It took over a year and a half to get Helena to say yes to moving to the Czech Republic. I never wavered once on the calling, on the nudge in my spirit. I just felt it grow and grow and grow through. I did, I did a week-long fast. I had friends fasting for us, praying for us, getting complete conviction and signs and messages. Helena had three dreams in one night that were incredibly clear. We have a, a friend of ours who's incredibly gifted and called into dream interpretation. So we just see him as a modern-day Joseph. And we just have been so blessed by how the Lord spoke and convicted and the journey up until you know moving to the Czech Republic was really hard like I had to figure out how I was gonna maneuver secret habit you know we were wanting to have a baby we ended up having a miscarriage in January and you know thought the Lord was closing that door but we decided to try again before we left for the Czech so that Helena would be past the first trimester by the time we hopped on an airplane and it just wasn't happening so we kind of said okay it seems like God wants us to wait till we get to check and then we found out a month and a half before the flight that Helena's pregnant. So like the whole month of May as we were packing up to leave for the Czech Republic was a mess. I had to run a business, take care of a sick wife who was literally in bed 24-7, take care of a toddler and pack our life to move across the world. It was madness. I tell people I was on a full-time penalty kill. I was exhausted. I can't believe God was able to provide that much strength, that much energy for me to get through all of that. So praise the Lord. I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I'm not going to go into like major details, but the, the conviction around moving to the Czech Republic was I have a story that Czech people need to know about. I have a story of sexual misconduct. I have a story of 
sexual brokenness. I have a story of skepticism towards the church, pain in the church, pain within my family and the church. And I don't know what they've gone through for, say, thing by thing by thing, but I feel like my story of finding Christ, seeking evidence, seeking facts, not going just based off of an experience, but actually seeing the evidence and the facts and the apologetics of faith, that's exactly what that's exactly what Czech people need. I've already had an opportunity to share the gospel more in the last you know three months than I ever did in Canada. It's incredible. It's such a gift. And I see that I'm going for beers with atheists. I'm going for hikes with atheists. One guy's already come to Christ. It wasn't just me by any means, but there were seeds planted. I was part of watering, and the Lord did a mighty work through his life. It's just been absolutely incredible to see this country, Czech Republic, like, has one of the biggest porn genres. The past president's daughter was a porn star. This country is very misogynist. You see signs of women half naked doing advertising that you would see 10, 20 years ago, maybe 30 years ago in North America. It's a very male dominant woman in submission country, but it's not biblical. It's based off of like the women just stay home. The women are just objects. I'm not saying that's a blanket statement, but it's very, very common. You see men literally like grabbing their wife or girlfriend's butts and breasts at the beach. It's just really disturbing here in many ways. And the men, I think, have been lied to for a long time of what a real man is. And the women have been lied to for a really long time of what a real man is and what a woman deserves. And I feel like I and Helen and I are part of changing that to some small degree. So our mission, our passion, our vision for being here is, is, is huge. And I already see God doing so much in only three months. It is absolutely mind-boggling. Um, yeah, so like where we're at right now, the challenge of me learning the language, I just don't feel like I have the capacity to even consider it. I have to go back to driving school, which is like 45 hours of theory mixed with driving. I have to pass a really hard exam that I don't know how long that's going to take. I really feel like a kid out here. I'm, you know, I need my wife to do errands for me. I need my wife to make phone calls for me. It's a very humbling season. So pray for us. We're in a really tough season discerning what is God's plan for some of our living situation? How do I do ministry here without the language? Um, so far, I'm meeting a lot of English-speaking Czechs at the church we go to, which has been incredible. That has been an absolute blessing. I'm going to start drumming at our church once a month. I can use that as my voice, as a way to speak through music. And I get to do deep clean. I get to do podcasting. I get to use my voice in the only way I know how to right now. So pray for us, please. Because it's very hard. I'm an extrovert. I love people. I love networking. I love being in people's lives. And this is really hard for me. It's really tiring to have to listen to people talk a different language all day. And then at some point have Helena maybe translate part of it. And it's not like I'm involved in the conversation half the time. I'm just kind of a, an afterthought getting a briefing. So it's very challenging. But I see it as part of this journey of being more humble, being more of a servant, being more prayerful. So, yeah, why Czech Republic? Hopefully that answers the question. There's so much there. I see that God is already doing something just absolutely magnificent. And we just want to be radically generous here. I've been so blessed to be able to make a Canadian income as a Czech person now that I live here. And that, that speaks a lot out here. I think there, it's a very generous income that I get to make. And we want to find out how can we be radically generous in this country to help people come to Christ, to help people honor one another as 
men and women? How can we you know, model marriage and family in a Christ-like way? So, yeah, I don't know if there's much else for me to say other than I am just so blessed as I'm sharing all this. I'm getting emotional because it's just such a hard, incredible journey that uh, I wouldn't uh, want it any other way. So if this has been helpful, like check out some of those resources, sathiasam.com slash books, secrethabit.ca slash call. If you want to you know, encourage someone else with this story, maybe it's encouraging because of the, the God story, the God's fingerprints in this story. Share it. Share it with somebody. Share it on your Instagram. Share it on your social media. Send it to somebody who needs to hear it. Send it to your pastor. I don't know what it is, but we just have a, a deep mission to reach more people. And I think this podcast is a great way to do that. So you can leave a rating, you can leave a review. It's super helpful to us and the algorithm. But ultimately, I just pray that this has blessed you. Um, feel free to let me know how it's blessed you. That's always encouraging when you're taking big leaps of faith to hear from people that what you're sharing is not just encouraging, but also helpful in some way, shape or form. So God bless. Thank you so much for tuning in. Lots of love.